You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. The director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services is going to be charged today with involuntary manslaughter in the Flint water crisis. Multiple news agencies this morning say Michigan Attorney General Bill Schuette will also charge the state's chief medical executive with obstruction of justice and lying to a police officer. Today, these are the most high-profile and severe charges in the Flint water crisis. And it is worth noting that they bring all of this closer to the inner circle of Governor Rick Snyder. Here to talk about what that looks like and what it means is Rick Pluta, the Capitol Bureau Chief for the Michigan Public Radio Network, who is on his way to Flint right now. Rick, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, Stephen. Hey, I hope you are not uh, texting and driving. I pulled over. You, right, you can talk on the phone and drive, but don't text. Yes. Uh, uh, th- as I said in the open here, this is a really big deal. It catches me by surprise. Uh, not that Nick Lyons, who's uh, the director of the Department of Health and Human Services, is being charged. I think that seemed evident for a long time. But the well, level of the charge. accidental release of a document a few months ago, we knew that he was a target, He's a target. Of, of this investigation. That, that's absolutely so, right. In that respect, you're correct. It's not a surprise. But but the level of charge here, involuntary manslaughter, that that was not, uh, I think, one of the things that most of us who've been watching this expected to see. It, it, it was always this question of whether or not um, you know they could build a case um, that, that 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 rises to this very serious charge against you know someone who is a public health professional that he is an appointee of um, of Rick Snyder it's it's true a political appointee but he is a um, you know that 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 he is a career. Um, public health uh, um, person. Yeah. Um, uh, Talk about the political sort of implications here. I mean, you have Attorney General Bill Schuette, who is himself an aspiring, at least, gubernatorial candidate, Mm -hmm. charging a Republican appointee of the current Republican governor. I mean, there there are a lot of layers to peel back there in terms of what's going on, including what this means for the last 18 months of Rick Snyder's term. You know, it's, it's, it's always been um, this very awkward dance that, you know, the attorney general is investigating um, an administration um, where he's expected to run in a Republican primary against uh, uh, the lieutenant governor. Right. And, you know, that, that, that we've talked a lot in many respects about, this competition between Snyder and Schuette and their um, and, and and their respective teams, and and this just brings that to a white hot intensity. Yeah, uh, this is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Rick Pluta. He's the Capitol Bureau Chief for the Michigan Public Radio Network, and we are talking about the new charges that are going to be announced in the Flint water crisis. Nick Lyons, the director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, is going to be charged with involuntary manslaughter. Uh, There will be also uh, Eden Wells, who is the state's uh, chief medical executive, 
will be charged with obstruction of justice and lying to a police officer. These are the stiffest charges yet leveled in the Flint water crisis. They also reach the highest in the administration of Governor Rick Snyder. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call. Tell us what you think about these charges. Involuntary manslaughter, a really, really serious felony uh, under the law, being charged against a political appointee for something he did in his job. We don't often see that in politics. But what do you think about that? Do you think that somebody should be charged with manslaughter or murder for the things that happened in the Flint water crisis. Also, talk about the political implications of this. What does this say about Governor Rick Snyder? Does this get us closer to the realm where we need to be talking about his tenure? Now just 18 months left uh, as governor in the state of Michigan. 313-577-1019 is the number to join the conversation. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put your comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will work your comments into the conversation. Uh, have you been waiting for these kinds of charges to show up in the Flint water crisis? Uh, also talk about the aspirations of our Attorney General, Bill Schuette. Is he doing this to show that he's uh, serious about this uh, this crisis in a way that uh, would carry him to political popularity next year when he is expected to run for governor again. Three one three five seven seven one zero one nine is the number on the phones. Uh, Rick, uh, you are you are headed to Flint, uh, uh, where they're going to announce these these charges. Um, right, they were read in court this morning, and then um, the attorney general and his uh, chief of uh, uh, the, the, the the I guess the person who's essentially acting as his prosecutor in this Todd Flood uh-huh. are going to uh, announce the charges along with the Genesee County prosecutor David Layton. Yeah, uh, the uh, the people of Flint who have been waiting for lots of things, including resolution of this this sort of adjudication. I, I, I am very curious, and I know you haven't had a chance yet uh, to get to Flint and and talk to people, but I would imagine that there will be. A, I mean, it's it would hard it would be hard to be elated about anything related to this this terrible tragedy. But this mm. this does move them closer to, I think, what they have been asking for or calling for almost from the beginning. Well, it, it, it's true that that certainly in my multiple visits to Flint, I've I've heard people saying that they want accountability. Although, um, you know, there was just a march by the group Flint Rising on the governor's office and the attorney general's office yesterday in Lansing, where people you know, wrote notes saying, this is what we want from you, state of Michigan. And, you know, the people I talked to, nobody said, we want to see someone convicted. They said that we want to have guarantees of health care um, for the effects of the lead contamination, that we would like money to replace appliances that were damaged by this corrosive water. We would like to see the pace of replacing the pipes accelerated. That's, you know, that's, that's what they said that they, uh, that they wanted. Yeah. And we should point out that, that um, these charges are not related specifically to the lead contamination of the water, but to the outbreak of Legionnaires, Legionnaires, which we're still 
learning of things about what happened there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones, 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, uh, and go to tw- or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work your comments into the conversation. Let's go to Terry in Detroit. Terry, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. Hey. Uh, you know, I just wanted to say, Stephen, that um, – Public servants deserve our respect. They have jobs with tremendous responsibility. And at the same time, they have to take their jobs seriously and they have to perform them um, with due diligence. And uh, they have to be held accountable if something goes wrong. What I'd really like to see is the tone of the whole conversation change. I think the Trump administration and many other politicians tend to castigate uh, government workers and government work in general. And it's important work, and this illustrates how important it is. Yeah, and that people's lives are at stake. I mean, not not in in figurative terms, but in in literal terms. I mean, here you're talking about people who lost their lives because of the Legionnaires outbreak outbreak in Flint that that followed the lead contamination. Um, I, I I think we I think Terry, you're right. We forget that we ought to be we ought to be um, we ought to be treating the people who uh, who do these things with with a lot of respect, and we ought to have high expectations for them. Uh, but but sort of running them down as bureaucrats or hacks or things like that doesn't really uh, get us anywhere. Terry, thank you very much uh, for that call. Uh, Rick, I want to I want to turn the subject a little to where where this goes next uh, at each stage of this uh, attorney general bill Schuette has declined to say you know this is the end i'm done uh, yeah. and, and i don't expect that he'll say it today i think the logical question at this point is does it reach further into the governor's inner circle i mean this is a cabinet member who's going to be charged with involuntary manslaughter there's no question that Nick Lyon had communications with people inside the governor's office, perhaps with the governor himself, about the Flint water crisis. Uh, do we expect that this will reach further in there? I, that's that's the question that uh, everybody has. Bill Schuette has said that the investigation is closer to the end than the beginning. And, you know, one of the questions that, that, that he will have to answer today is, you know, is this it, or um, you know, or is there more? And you know, we'll we'll have to see. Certainly, since Nick Lyon is in the cabinet, and you know, Eden Wells is someone who is chosen for her job by the governor. That you know, vis-a-vis you know the Flint water crisis, not to mention you know just other responsibilities of the department, it would probably be malpractice if the governor didn't talk to his department director about these things. Right. Uh, in the political context, uh, talk about how much more difficult this makes it for Governor Rick Snyder, A, to get his agenda through. I mean, he's got some pretty contentious issues on the table with the legislature right now. But but go further and talk about whether this makes it difficult for him to hang on to this job for the 18 months that uh, that he has left. Well, I, I, I can't really speak to that, but let's talk about his ability to, to do the job. Uh-huh. And I think that there are two specific aspects where it affects that in the negative. One is that 
uh, ephemeral commodity called political capital. And if he is, if, if his popularity is tanking even more, if he's defensive, then it just makes it that much more difficult for him to use all of the persuasive tools of the office to get the legislature to adopt his agenda and the public to support it. And then the other one is um, um, the, uh, another critical commodity of the governor, and that's just simply time and attention. And if they're focused on dealing with these very serious criminal charges and, and, and then the fallout from that, then that diminishes their ability to focus on the things that, 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 that he wants to get done in his final months in office. And we know that the closer you get to the end, the, just the more difficult it becomes to get consequential and certainly controversial things accomplished. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that he is right now trying to grapple with the legislature over is his budget uh, and, and the role that teacher pensions uh, play yeah. in that in that budget, uh, I, I saw something before we went on air today that the that, that there may be some sort of movement on that. And the in they the, are they the are holding um, as, as we talk about this in the morning. Um, there, the the House and the Senate are um, holding hearings about that. And my understanding is they're getting um, you know contentious at times. But just you know, getting to your point that. This administration has made it a point of pride that budgets now get done in June before local governments, universities, school districts begin their fiscal years. So people can play. Instead of having this last through the summer and into September, and both the legislators, both of the legislature's Republican leaders were willing to put that at risk. They say, we want this teacher pension overhaul and we're willing to 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 snatch this trophy from you of getting the uh, budget done in June if we don't get our way. Yeah. That's that's you know, in just in terms of political negotiations, that's a, that's kind of an oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Rick Pluta, uh, Capitol Bureau Chief for the Michigan Public Radio Network. As always, thanks very much for joining us on Detroit today. Uh-huh. Always a pleasure, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, Before we go, I want to recap the situation in Washington. We now have confirmation that Representatives Bishop Molinar and Bergman, all of uh, the state of Michigan, uh, were uninjured in the the shooting. Uh, You should stay tuned to WDET all day for more updates uh, as we get them. Uh, also, if you love WDET and wait, wait, don't tell me, but you didn't get tickets to the sold out show, show WDET your love. Meet us at one of our ticket drop locations today at 5.30 p.m. for your chance to win a pair of tickets to the sold out. Wait, wait, don't tell me live taping at the Fox Theater on Thursday, June 15th. The first four people to answer our WDET quiz question quiz question correctly, we'll pick up a pair of tickets to the show. But there is a catch. You've got to listen to today during the noon hour to Culture Shift and during the 4 o'clock hour to All Things Considered to find out where WDT representatives will be hanging out with tickets and the questions. That's going to do it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a public service of Wayne State University. We'll see you tomorrow.